Okay, welcome to episode two of Coaching Caffeine and Comedy. Today we're going to dive into what makes a player who they are. As a coach or a business person, each player slash client, they have their own story and what makes them who they are. We're all different. We know this. And it's our story, like what makes us who we are. And our story goes so much into the past. Like how were we how were we raised? Were we raised in the farm? Were we raised in a city? Um, where were we raised? Um, Nebraska or Texas? It's a big difference. What happened to us in our life? And maybe like, are we an only child or do we have a huge array of siblings? Um, everybody has their own story. And today that's what we're going to dive into. But for me as a coach, I've come to learn that you coach a team as a whole, but you coach individuals as individuals, if that makes any sense. And for me, I feel like when I coach, it's my responsibility to learn each one of my players as they are and what their story is and why are they the, th- the way that they are. And I feel like when I do this, then that way I can reach into them and get their full potential. If that, Do you guys hear what I'm saying? Does this make any sense at all? <laughs> but that's kind of how, that's how I run my volleyball program. Um, I'm not saying this. I'm not perfect. Um, I'm not the perfect coach. I get that, but I work on this yearly and I try to get to know my players better every single year. And I do make communication mistakes, um, which we will soon hear about. Um, But for me, when you are able to communicate with your clients or your players, that's when you start to like get those successes within a player and their goals and those established relationships that you make, then you can walk through communication errors because I feel like the relationships are all on communication. It's all communication based. Whenever there is a problem, it's because you're not talking with your player, your client enough. So today, um, I have one of my past players um, that's going to share a little bit of her story and what makes her the way that she is and why does she go through a factory of shoelaces every single year and um what what was the relationship that we built this the last two years? Um, so I hope you get um, I hope you enjoy getting to learn who this player is as much as I have the last two years. So in saying, I'm going to welcome Jordan Marie <laughs> Jerome um, from Rollins, Wyoming, to coaching caffeine and comedy, and I'm your host Haley Kobza. So welcome, Jordan. Welcome. Thanks. How's it going? Good. Good. Okay, Jordan. Um, this is completely out of Jordan's zone, but she's going to do so good. <laughs> um, tell me a little bit about yourself. Like, where are you from? Um, how, how many siblings do you have? So I originally was born in Alaska, and I was there for two years. And then I went to Utah where my, fa- my mom moved when my dad and mom got divorced and so we went to Utah and then we stayed there for eight years and I went to my mom got a job in Idaho and so we were there for a year and a half and then there's some complications with my family and so we came back we came to Wyoming and my dad um, had custody over us and so I was in Wyoming and that's I stayed there for four years graduate high school from there and then went to Nebraska to play volleyball with my cook. How many siblings do you have? Did you say that? No, not yet. I have three siblings, um, a younger sister that is going to come play volleyball next fall of 2022. And then I have two older brothers. My oldest is in Texas studying physics. He's at grad school. And then I have my second oldest brother. He's in Georgia. 
at Villa Rica, and he is working on a golf course there and just recently got married. And um, you said that you lived in Idaho uh, with your mom, right? Yes. Your mom, super awesome woman. She was a, what was her job? She was an RN, yeah. director of the hospital. Yeah. You, you come from very intelligent human beings. Um, your mom was a nurse. Your dad, I, he deals with something with like electronics. IT, director IT. for all the schools. Yeah, I just remember your dad, I don't know, it was after, you might have remembered this too, when we were in Cheyenne at a volleyball game, and I was like yelling at our iPad, and it wasn't working, and he like looks at it, and he's like, this iPad is like a dinosaur iPad. <laughs> was and it this year? Yeah, this year. year. <laughs> and so then I'm like chunking out money to get a new iPad. He's like, yeah, this iPad won't even like record a film. So I'm like, <laughs> yeah, your dad's intelligent. Um, so a fun story about Jordan, I, I do believe everything happens for a reason, and we're going to dive into that, but like, I mean, it really does. It's so crazy how Jordan and I became, like how she even got to McCook, and I'll, I'll make this really quick because this isn't about me. It's about Jordan. Um, so Jordan, Jordan's dad is, I don't even know how to explain your dad. He's just a go-getter. <laughs> like he is like the ultimate dad. And he he's a dad that's willing to do absolutely anything for all of his children. And I mean, I've only seen um, the side of his, like how he's a dad to Jordan and her sister, Jessie. But I only can imagine he's been like that for all of your siblings. But they were here visiting him at Cook because – his parents have a hobby farm here and the girls Jordan and Jesse wanted to play some volleyball or something and did you guys end up going to the Y or not going to the Y? So we actually went to the Y they wouldn't let us put up nets because it's in the summertime and we we're like we want to get a ball in our hands so we went to the Y they wouldn't let us put up nets so my dad's like do you know the coach here at the college and the girl knew the coach and got the number and my dad sent a call. <laughs> yeah, your, your dad calls and he's like, hey, and it was just super random. But I'm like, yeah, of course. Like, let's set up. I'm, I'm all about it. Like, we had some girls coming to the gym anyways. I was like, yeah, let's just come on over. Here's a time and place and we'll just go there. And so you and Jesse came. Was it you were broken, right? No, somebody, had a bat, somebody had a bum day goal. Jesse. Jesse. That's Jesse. Yeah. <laughs> so she, yeah, so she's, but like, she's still like going through everything and you guys did some drills. And meanwhile, your dad, he starts talking about his past and he said that he played at Eastern Wyoming, which is in the same region as us. And so he's like, yeah, I actually played in this gym, the gym over there. So I was like, oh, well, let me go show you that gym is no longer here. It is at parking garage, um, which it's, I mean, it's like well, 50 feet away from the gym. So we're walking over there. Um, with this man that I just met, and he's like seven foot eight. I don't know. He's like a tall human. And he's kind of telling me like your whole life story within like a 10 minute walk. And immediately I just, I had a, a connection with you and Jesse because I was just like, I mean, your, your dad, he just told me everything. And I was like, wow, one and two, the fact that you got, you and Jesse both were just such strong individuals in the amount of the small amount of time that I saw you guys. And I just couldn't believe, like, any of the stuff that he was telling me. But yet, like, and what an awesome dad he was for, like, going above and beyond to, like, get you guys in a gym when he you guys were here visiting. Um, so in staying, staying with that story, um, can you mind, like, just talking a little bit about, like, what is your story? Like, why, why are you the way that you are, Jordan? So I lost my mom in 2016 that summer. And my mom has brought the game into my life since I was a little kid. I grew up with horses, but when I reached fifth grade, she 
bought, brought the game volleyball in my life and we would go outside and just practice volleyball. And so I think that's a part of me is that I want to make my family proud and especially I want to make my mom proud. And and your mom also played at Eastern Wyoming. Yes, that's how my dad and mom met. Yeah, and she was an All-American. Um, again, crazy world because like then our assistant coach your first year actually coached your mom. Like yep. what is like what a small world is that? And I know like it, it's uh, and like I'm not telling this story like to put Jordan on the spot, but there's a reason that Jordan is the way that she is. Like she really pushes herself. All of my players, they all have the reasons why they act the way that they do. And Jordan, um, I just remember, I don't know if it was in like August or September. It was like right at the beginning of our season and you came into my office and you were pretty broken. And you were just like, I'm doing all of this without a mom. And, and you were so upset. And I was like, Jordan, you're doing this without a mom because you can. And she made you the person that you are. And you are freaking strong and like she made you that way and we had a really good talk and we had this conversation um and we were able to talk about this stuff openly Mm -hmm. like openly and we can have these conversations um so how how tell me about like that like doing doing all this stuff without a mom like how how does that make you push yourself harder it's it's a challenge every single day like even since this day like it's hard but like me doing well, the way I walk and the way I move is especially for my mom and for my family just because I want to make them proud. And not just, it's just unselfish for me, I would say, that it's not just for me. And, like, my mom loved me for who I was. She raised me to grow into this woman that I'm growing into. And so, I don't know, it's yeah, and just determined. And on that, we were just talking about this. Like, so Jordan... We talked about we talk about her in like a bonus um, episode that you guys will hear about, <laughs> Coach Ann and I. So Jordan has like huge feet. She's kind of like a Great Dane. She's like six foot, and she's got these big old feet. Or I don't know, maybe they just look like big feet because she like strangles them with her shoelaces. Like her shoelaces, she pulls so tight, and it's like this big floppy loop, loopy ears. <laughs> I don't even know how to explain it. I just wish you guys could picture this because I got to see it for two it's years. Like bunny ears. Big old bunny <laughs> ears. And I just, and she like pulls them so tight that she breaks them. So it'd be like right before a game. And we're like, somebody's taken off a shoelace and we're, you know, and your mom used to do the same thing, which is. Every time I break a shoelace, I would think my mom's thinking of me because it happens so often. And so yeah. it's just like, yeah. it's like, oh man, I'm losing a shoelace, but my mom's thinking on me just because my mom did the same thing. Yeah, and it would always happen like at the the best times mm-hmm. too. You and know? it's like not on purpose either. Like I yeah. know it's it's almost there, but like it's not going. Yeah, and, and so with the shoelaces, this brings into a funny story. So I'm quite positive this like all happened within 12 hours. So Jordan has these big old bunny ears on her shoes and <laughs> – I'm like, Jordan, one of these days, you are going to trip on this shoe. It was on my birthday. <laughs> and we are at a game, a, a region match, which, so, like, it was important. And, like, we had this really good game plan. And Jordan goes to serve. And uh, lo and behold, her other foot got stuck in that other shoelace. It, like, wrapped around the front of my shoe. Yeah, and uh, down she went. <laughs> yep. And, uh... 
did you even hit the ball at that time or no, you were just I I took my first step and then I went again and then the shoelace wrapped around my whole shoe and that's when I tripped and yeah. I didn't even jump or hit yeah. the ball and uh I mean we didn't laugh at it at that particular moment we laughed about it later um that was that was that was a rough game <laughs> yeah and then yes or not Yessa, um Issa got smoked in the face mm-hmm. her goggles were like in three different pieces and she's like i got it like that was a bad game we were not- i mean we started off good and then yeah it just, just went, went downhill mm-hmm. downhill real quick so um talked a little bit about you and like um who you are and like why you are the way that you are what is and i know when you first wanted to come to mccook you wanted to go to vet school is that still a game plan nope it's not what do you want to do now respiratory therapist and um why that, that was too much school for me i would think and like school has already comes hard for me and so i, I had to work harder than others as, like i have a disability in comprehension and so that has always been a struggle for me as i grew up and so my mom and my dad and like most of my family been in the medical school and so are the medical programs and so that always had like fit me i guess and i grew up with horses all kinds of animals and I just love helping people. And so I talked to my aunt, Stephanie, which is my mom's sister. And she said, she just like, well, go in the hospital. And, and so I'm like, well, what kind of jobs do you think I can do for, that'll take me four years. And she mentioned respiratory therapist. So I did some research, research and I'm like, I like doing this just because I like, I like helping people. Mm-hmm. And so save lives. And so you, Jordan ended up coming to McCook for two years, um, well, year and a half. Yeah. Yeah. So she would currently be a current player, but she got the opportunity to go on and transfer a semester. So Jordan, where are you now? I'm currently in Augusta, Georgia at Augusta University. And that is a NCAA Division II program. And you were there with one of our past alumni. Kira Barr. Kira Barr. How's that? Playing with Kira. It's fun. We definitely hold each other accountable. Yeah, she's spunky. Mm-hmm. She's so spunky. Um, what made you choose choose Augusta? Well, they went to the final, or the Elite Eight, and so that really caught my eye that they're a winning team. And so, you know me, I don't like losing. <laughs> That's right. And then I also looked into the program, and they have one of the best um, respiratory therapist program. So. Awesome. And you just you're here visiting on spring break, which is awesome. Um, and you're nice and tan, so it's what like 80 degrees mm-hmm. there. You said 77 today. That's beautiful. Um, <laughs> it's been like it's 55 here. <laughs> yeah, cold and windy, and wearing a jacket. Um, okay, so what made you choose McCook Community College? It's the family here. Like, there's nothing that I felt as a, like, this is a team team, and I never felt that before. Like, everyone gets along with everyone. Everyone holds each other accountable, and it's just, like, my people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so we kind of talked about at the beginning of this podcast, you know, like, what makes people the way that they are? And for me, like, I feel like the only way I can help my players be successful is if we communicate well. Uh, I'm not perfect. We know this. Um so, like, you and I, we have a pretty good relationship. I try to have a good relationship with all my players, and I've come to realize, like, the, the less that players, like, you know, it's a two-way street mm-hmm. here. Like, I might communicate with you, but if you don't come and reach out to me, it usually ends up not working out. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Um, we've talked about this before. But, like, you and I, we have a pretty good relationship. We can talk about a lot of things. Mm-hmm. I am not perfect 
as we all know. Um, but one of the things I do think when as a coach and like for myself, I'm not saying everybody's like this. Everybody coaches differently. But like when I'm able to communicate with a player and they feel comfortable in communicating with me, then we work together really well. And then that way we can, you know, push our limits and goals. So like, for instance, one time I did not communicate with you very well. Correct? Correct. <laughs> yeah. And like, I still remember it. I do not remember what happened after the, that though. Like, how did we end up mending that? We sat in the office and like, we told each other's sides and like, we, I guess me and you just kind of understand each other. And I think that's why our bond is so close and you can't dwell on things forever you gotta accept things and move on with life and I didn't want to break that relationship with you because I you're like one of like one of those second moms I guess and so for me I'm proud to say that I have like a second mom someone's that going to be there while I'm away from my family and so like I didn't want to break this bond that we have and everything happens for a reason like you said that's right so like as a player just at it you know do you feel like when working with somebody, whether it be a coach or whoever it may be, like one day your advisor, do you feel like it's better that th you have that good communication with them? Oh, most definitely. Yeah. Communication is key to having a good relationship with people and like get along, I guess. Right. I could say. I agree with that. Good, good answer. Um, yeah. I just, I, well, we talked about this, like it was, it was an ugly, ugly time. I'm, and like I told you, I'm like, Losing makes coaches do crazy things. Like, you kind of like, I feel like I'm a nice person. And then you're not a nice person because you go off the deep end. Um, but, like, we were able to talk. And, um, again, I think for coaches and as players, you got to be able to, you know, accept your faults and be able to be like, you know what, because <laughs> I was. I was in the wrong. Um, and But then I also think sometimes – like for myself with coaching, I feel like I might act like that because I want so much for somebody that I'm going to push them until they break. And and yeah. I learned that with you. And, you know, I feel like that conversation that I made a mistake in only made me better because I'm like, I've got to. I established great relationships, but I got to reel it in every Well, and, and like in that situation, I felt like that brought us closer together too. And like I kind of understood how what you felt because you came to me about that you admitted something wrong and I also admitted something wrong so we just I don't know it brought us closer together yeah yeah it did <laughs> um okay so you're going to Augusta um and now lo and behold I I get I'm so lucky and privileged that now I get your little sister Jessie which I also <laughs> I think that you and Jessie are completely different you've already told me that yeah. how, how are you two different I think I'm more, like, goofy than her, and she's kind of – I mean, she has her goofy side, too. I don't know. Like, everyone's different. Everyone's, and so, yeah. I mean, there's – we have similarities, that's for sure, but I think I'm more, like, goofy and will say what's on my mind as Jessie kind of sits back and, like, observes more, <laughs> and then if she needs to say something, she'll say something. Right. And I think that, like, right there, that just goes to show, like, for me – you two are completely different. So like, I can't coach Jesse like I coach you because you guys both have your own stories and your own views on what happened mm -hmm. with your life and what makes you who, who you are. And you've even told me that you're like, just a little FYI, do not go at Jesse. <laughs> like you go at me. Like I am completely it. I'm like, ish, I don't believe that. But, 
Um, we'll find out. We'll find out, yeah. <laughs> um, so you, what position do you play and what position does your sister play? So I'm an outside hitter. Well, outside, right side, sometimes <laughs> middle. Um, and Jessie's a setter, but she can actually hit pretty good on the right side. And what was your mom? What position did she, she play? She was an outside hitter. And how tall was your mom? She was 5'8". Five, 5'8". Eight. Five, eight. Mm-hmm. Good vertical, jump. better vertical than... Oh, yeah. <laughs> she could jump. <laughs> she could jump. Um, what do you feel like from your mom? Like, what, what did your mom give you? Like, what's... She gave me, like, what loving, what love is, I guess. And so that, like, kind of brought on with all my my siblings and my dad like I had a really good relationship with my mom and not so much with my dad like I would take my mom's side on everything just because her my mom and I bonded so well and like she would do anything for us to have food in our house and so her love was unconditional so I don't know like learning what love is and how to love people and how to respect people that really your mom gave you that Mm -hmm. and I think and your mom also like you look just like your mom I get told that yeah, uh, Jessie, all the time. And Jesse like, does too. Jesse looks a lot like your mom. And so do your brothers. Bryant is Besides he's Brian. his own Brian, character. Yeah, he's his own, yeah, you always have that one sibling. It's like, is he adopted? No, I'm not kidding. Brian, you're not adopted. Um, no, he looks like my dad. He does, yeah. So, and again, I, I think your dad, he, I feel like he's hung the moon though as a dad. Yeah. Like well, he. I definitely got closer to him after my mom's death. And so like, I wish I had that relationship with my dad like I had with my mom and so now like while I'm in college I feel like we've gotten so much closer and so Mm -hmm. I'm thankful for that yeah like I mean and I think your dad like he knew he had some big shoes to fill and he stepped in and I feel like he's played a huge role definitely growing up and seeing what he did for us yeah yeah I mean he doesn't like he doesn't miss anything no I'm like do you (laughs) he's definitely take he looks after other people before himself yeah um and so your dad also recently married mm-hmm. um tell us a little bit about Deidre so Deidre actually lost her mom as a young kid I think 18 mm-hmm. and so that's a, something that like kind of special with Jesse and I because my mom Jesse me and my mom were really close and so she kind of just opened up to us and always there for us and like before my dad and mom got married or before Deidre and my dad got married she asked us she came to each of us all the siblings and said will it be okay if I will be your stepmom and for me that I really took that like like yeah you can do that because she respect us as kids and she wants to be in our lives and I'm just I'm happy for them yeah that's awesome um what is something that because you you've spent a lot of time with Deidre what do you feel like there's something that Deidre has given you that like this made you the better person that you are today? She definitely always finds a way to make things better and to put a smile on your face. And she doesn't necessarily like she if you have a bad day, she will think of something positive and like kind of bring you up. Mm-hmm. So. Awesome. Um, out of all of your siblings, who do you feel like you're the closest with? So that's funny. As a little kid, my brother Bryce and I, we grew up as little kids and we would do anything and try to get Jesse away from us. <laughs> we were bullies. But Wait, how old is Bryce? He's 20. He's two years older than me, so okay. 22. So it's he. And then how old is? So it's two years each part. Oh, okay. Yeah, so Bryce, 24, timing. 22, Good 20. Good timing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
What were your questions? So sorry. Um, he who's your closest? You said Bryce. So yeah, Bryce was my closest sibling as I was growing up. But once he got out of the house, Jesse and I, I mean, we fought like little kids, pulled hair, you know. Mm-hmm. And then once I got out of the house, we came, became really close. Yeah. And so I could say she's my best friend, Jesse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, if you could give your sister any advice, um, coming into college, what would it be? Um, do everything that for a passion and. Like, you're going to have some tough days, but there's going to be a bright days ahead of you. Mm-hmm. Um, what? Hmm. I'm trying to think what else we can talk about. I mean, we could talk forever about you. No. Um, what's one of your most, your favorite memories with your mom? With my mom? Mm-hmm. Like, if you, if I just said best memory, what's the first one that comes to your head? I would Brain. just say just sitting down and talking to her, but part of me feels just like I want to hear her voice again, you know? Right. And so we just had – my mom and I were so close, and, like, I got told I'm more – had the mindset of my mom than my dad, and so I think that's why my mom and I got so close. But honestly, just seeing her smile and the one memory that I have is that – have you heard Chinese fire drill? Yes. Well, we did that, and oh I have a video, and it's actually it makes me smile every single time. And she's with, with just you and your mom, yeah. Oh. And like Je- we had a car in front of us, and Jesse was running around. Clearly not in the city, right? No. Okay. Yeah. No, this Small was town. in Wyoming. Okay. Yep. <laughs> and my mom was just sitting back laughing, and I, it just brings a smile to me every day. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, yeah, my mom never did anything like that. That's just that's funky. I could definitely see you doing that. Oh yeah. Sh- well, you she didn't trip not- or anything, did you? No. Okay. <laughs> that would have been. Um, what about uh, best memory with your dad? Um, I mean, he's so he likes to go outdoors, and that's like that kind of he taught me that that I have like the similarity with him is going outdoors, and so we would go hiking, and that's always fun. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you guys, you guys still do that though. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. And you guys have two dogs. Now we do yeah. uh, Ruger and then Harley. And what are they? What kind of dogs? Uh, Harley is a little yeah. dog. Um, I don't know. Is that? I think it's. it's but you guys have like dog. a big dog. Though. Yeah, Ruger right. is a Great Dane mixed with a poodle. And you guys have a gym in your house. Mm-hmm. A racquetball court. Gym. Yeah, that's crazy. It's pretty yeah, nice. It is. Yeah. And you guys, because you guys practice all the mm-hmm. time. Because during your senior year was during COVID. Yep. Right? No. No? That, yeah. Yeah, my senior year. Yeah, so like you but didn't volleyball have. volleyball. Right, fine. volleyball was fine, but yeah. you didn't have like prom and all that. Nope, we didn't. What was that like? Or you don't um, even know, right? Yeah. I mean, I went to prom a couple times. It wasn't like my favorite thing to do. But, I mean, it was still fun to glam up. and. <laughs> yeah, do all that. <laughs> um, okay, tell us. uh so you ended up coming here to McCook Community College and playing for me. What is some of – what's your funniest memory here? And you can't – I think just the bu- bus rides. The bus rides. Yep. Like, is there any? I would just get out? bored and I would just pick on everybody. And oh, I was, yeah. Uh-huh. I remember one time he got mad at me just because everyone's sleeping and I'm jamming with oh, music. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Well, yeah, because I probably was you're trying to reading. sleep as well. No, or re- oh, reading. I was reading. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> um, what about your most memorable moment in McCook Community College? For, like, just volleyball or outside of volleyball? Anything. It can be volleyball, outside of volleyball. Um, I think just when Kaylee and I were roommates at the dorms, 
We would just have your some roommate was Kaylee. Yes. Palmieri. Okay. Yep. Kaylee, my freshman year. Okay. And so we would just go out and do things, and we would get everyone together, and we just go for a car ride or something. Just small town, you have to find something to do. Yeah. And then there's some nights that we just lay in bed and we just chit chat, and so I I miss that. Someone that I can really bond with. Right. And junior college is so much different. Like, I mean, you've only been at a four-year for... Four and we, months. Yeah, and we've had these conversations. I'm like, you guys don't spend every lasting, like, every waking mm-hmm. minute together at a junior college. Like, you live in the same place. You're in the same place at a four-year. You get that opportunity to live on or off campus. Um, so that makes it different. Yep. Um, <laughs> way different. What? Who is, like, your most, like, teammate here at McCook Community College that you look up to? Definitely Kaylee. The way that she handles situations is so mature of her, and I I look up to that, and she's definitely a good person. She's a beast. Mm -hmm. And she's an only child. I know. You are I know. S- you I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we, you know. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know if I can have an only child because some of the only children I've taught or coached, I'm like, oh. But Kaylee is, she's awesome. Mm-hmm. She's, and she has great, yeah, great parents. And again, I think that goes to everybody's story. How, you, how were you raised? Oh, Where were you raised? Yeah. And all those. Um, I was trying to think, what was the hardest class that you took at McCook? Physics. Physics. And Hands what, down. With. Lane. Lane Sarvela. Yes. Um, but you passed. I did indeed. Yeah. See, that's all that matters. Yep. A little bit of effort goes a long ways. That's right. Um, trying to think. Anything else that comes to your mind? No. I'm a, actually, when you told me um, about the gym, it's funny because there's a memory that popped up to m- in my phone today. and About my, the gym? Uh-huh, at our house. And oh, it was... Yeah. It was um, Jesse and I playing volleyball and my dad playing volleyball. We're peppering. Your dad playing volleyball? Yeah, my dad was Does playing volleyball. Does he have the knees to do that? Nope. But he, gonna... he said he's getting dizzy, so he stops for a second and oh then comes goodness. back and play. It just popped up in my memory like two years ago. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, I didn't know your dad. Can he pepper a little bit? He was like just a setter. Oh, 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 he was in the so middle. So he was getting oh, dizzy. Oh, yeah. I bet he was. Oh. Who's better, you or Jesse? I... You know, this is a tough question because Jesse is more athletic than me. I'll I'll give her that. But for me, like what I get told and what I feel like, I'm I work hard to what I want and sometimes since Jesse is so athletic, it just comes to her easier. For me, it like it takes me a little bit to get something, but when I am determined, I will get that. Mm-hmm. And so I don't think you can really compare us who's better and who's worse because we have our good You're and both bad. completely different. Mm-hmm. Both completely different. Um, well, Jordan, we're about here to the end. Um, anything that you need to get me back on? I mean, I don't edit this at all, so no. <laughs> just... good. Great. Okay, good. And we're going to continue. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> nothing? I'll let you have like two minutes if you, you want, want me to tell you something. I don't know. What oh. I'm trying to think. Who was it? It was Susie that t- said that embarrassing story on the radio. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I You don't need to say that. No, I know. Yeah, you don't need to say that. I'm pretty decent, no. though. No, you are. Like, okay. I was gonna Koza say. is definitely a woman that I can look up to. And, like, what, this is a reason why – she's the reason why I came to my cook because I could just see her drive and making a student – 
and a person, a better person and athlete. And so for me that she just brought me into her arms and it's someone that I can just sit down and talk to and get through things. And so I'm thankful for that. Thanks, Jordan. <laughs> I feel like um, some of the players like when I'm like, you need to let me know when you leave and then you get to point A or point B <laughs> and the players that like really understand, they, they for sure let me know. Um, so like you, and it doesn't even, I feel like sometimes you still do that when you're in Augusta. Yep. You're like, I'm driving home. No, <laughs> okay. I call you. I think yeah. I've called you yeah, every, every time. Week. Yeah. Let <laughs> me know. Um, and like Michaela Brown, she'll like put on her like location when she's heading home <laughs> and I'll be like, oh, she's stopping at Starbucks now. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm like, oh, okay. I, I think I did okay with her. <laughs> um, but then I also, with you, I feel like I've also learned a lot too because of our one little incident, but I feel like communication goes a long ways well and like you said earlier with that situation you I feel like you expected more from me and so you care a lot about me and so it just kind of triggered without thinking and so after that situation happened you know I was lost I'm like what is happening but then after time goes on and we had a meeting and everything and like well she she really cares about me and she wants me to be successful and so yeah took it to heart and like all right, let's do Here this. Here we go. Let's go. All right. So as we wrap up, um, I'm going to finish with four questions. Okay. So are you ready? Yeah. If you're going to Jolton Joe's, and for those that don't know what Jolton Joe's is, that's like our local coffee place, and they just do all sorts I of fun stuff. I missed it. You missed I, it? Yes. <laughs> well, you, yeah, the first day you came back, they're like, well, first <laughs> I got to go get coffee, and then I'll come to the softball game. Um, so if you're going to go to Jolton Joe's right now, what would you get today? I would get a Cobza drink. The Cobza drink. And yep. could, since what it is that? It is almond milk, real or yeah, real peanut butter, dark chocolate, and a frappe. That's exactly right. No whip. No whip. Um, yeah, that was that. That's a good drink. And so if you guys yeah, don't, good work. Good work. And I'm trying to think. That happened when I was uh, pregnant with Trip. <laughs> I was like. I'm quite sure I kept Jolton Joe's in business because I got one every single day. Um, yeah, that's a good drink. Okay. If you could pick any person in the world that's listening to this podcast, let's just say everybody's listening to this okay. because I'm going to become famous one day, and you could give them a shout-out, what would you say and to who? I would give a shout-out to my aunt, Stephanie Balls. She has She's one of the closest family members in that has like been there for me and been there for my family with all the things that happened when my mom was still with us. And so she definitely just loved us for who we are and that helped us find bright in every day. Um, our life. Who's, is that your mom's sister? Yes. It's my mom's sister. She's the second youngest. Okay. And where does she live? She lives in Utah. Utah. That's awesome. Do you get to see, didn't you just go visit her? She came to the wedding. Okay. My sister went to visit her okay. last week. Oh, that's awesome. Yep. That's awesome. Um, what book are you currently reading? Or if you're not reading, what's been your favorite book at all? I'm reading a history book for class <laughs> right now, and it's called Windland or something like that. It's yeah. just about the government and just history, which, you know, I'm not... Yeah, not your favorite. But... There is this one war history book that I actually really enjoyed, and I can't remember what it's called. Something like that's been yeah. oh, it's like Vietnam or something. And that was your, been your favorite so yes, far. Yes, yes, I like it. Okay, have you ever embarrassed yourself? Every day, 
Just I have like my own language. It's called Jordy language. <laughs> that yeah. <laughs> and I yeah, I think we Hannah and I talked about this because Hannah's like just the most randomest things come out of her mouth. I think you come up with your own terms. Sometimes but. my mouth is fast is faster than my head. So. Um, I do the same thing. I mean, when we were setting up for this, I I was talking like Jordan, <laughs> um, which is a good thing. But sometimes, sometimes. Anyways, um, well, thank you, Jordan, for coming in and sharing your story. Yeah, thank you. Uh, you're pretty pretty awesome. Um, wish you the best of luck at Augusta. Thank you. Give Kira a big hug for me. I will. Um, and thank you for being a part of coaching caffeine and comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, until you make next, it happen. Oh, th- yeah, right. So until next time, thank you for listening. I'm your host Haley Kobza, and we'll see you next week. <laughs>